first beginning, uh, we were watching television, and we had six dogs here, and they started raising a fuss, and what they never do much, so we, I went outside, didn't give a yell at them, as I turned around to come back on the porch, I looked to the north of me, and uh, there were, looked like a fallen star radar, it was red, kind of coming down, and on a 40, about a 45, and so then I watched it, and I was going to see if it landed, and then maybe go down and see what it was, and uh, when it got to the top of the trees, it stopped, and a, a blue and a white light come on, and uh, I looked at it, and I thought I was seeing things. Frank Manor's UFO remained over his swamp more than four hours. His children saw it, his in-laws saw it, residents of the area saw it, and the police saw it. No one photographed it, but Sergeant Newell Schneider of the Sheriff's Office remembered it well enough to draw it. No, it uh, moved very rapidly at any speed or rather any direction it wanted to go. Why it could change and go to the right or the left or go crossways uh, without hesitating a bit. What do you think it was? Well, if they call it a flying saucer, that's what it is. Forty miles away, another swamp land and another UFO sighting. This is Hillsdale, and the girls of Hillsdale College had a night to remember. When I was looking out the window with binoculars, I guess it was about 12, I saw it and I saw two red lights and I saw what looked to be shaped like a pie. I could see the front of it and I just saw the round front and I could see the lights on either side. And then the red light was sort of casting a glow over the whole thing so it looked like a round disc. At first when I heard the other girls talk about it, I didn't really... I believed them, yet I couldn't really make myself comprehend it because I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. But then when I saw it, I just was fascinated. I wasn't afraid. I, I just wanted to stay there and keep my eyes glued to it. I couldn't believe it. I know I saw it. But, and I, I mean, I know myself I saw it, but I don't. I believe I saw it, but I can't fathom it because it seems so unreal. William Van Horn, Hillsdale's undertaker and civil defense director, also spotted the UFO and was out with his Geiger counter next day, checking a mysterious perfect circle where the UFO had been seen. Van Horn did not find any radioactivity here, but this did not shake his certainty that he had seen a hovering vehicle with two lights. Many people ask him why he did not go right up to the UFO in the dark. I'd uh, much rather be a live coward than a dead hero. And uh, with the area of uncertainty that we have here, uh, how do I know but what uh, maybe, uh, maybe there's a current, uh, an electrical charge which is being uh, radiated by one of these vehicles which would... Uh, electrocute you if you got within a certain area of it. There was no sound whatsoever. I could not hear a, uh, a bit of sound. NICAP's director, Major Donald E. Kehoe, a retired Marine Corps officer, insisted that the Air Force knew more than it was telling. We are being observed 
by some type of device which is ahead of us, far ahead of us, and is probably controlled by a highly advanced superior civilization. Now this is a conclusion which I personally have stated and is shared by some members of our board of governors and advisors, not all of them. But it has reached the point where many people in the Air Force have the same conclusion. In fact, the Air Force at one time had a top secret estimate that these things were interplanetary spaceships. So you will see that this, instead of being a uh, subject for ridicule and a big joke, actually is a serious matter which could affect the lives of all of us. And for the umpteenth time in as many years, the Air Force, called before a congressional committee, said it was hiding nothing. Air Force Secretary Harold Brown. We have not been hiding anything. The investigations have been made public. The explanations of those where there is a clear explanation have been made public. The hearing this morning was public for just that reason. In those cases where for lack of data, for lack of a convincing hypothesis, the sighting has been kept in the unidentified category, we've been perfectly willing to say that, too. But if the Air Force had nothing to hide, Frank Manor, the Michigan farmer who had brought in the first report, was caught in the middle. He was mad. Well, you can look at here, look. Beer bottles thrown. Look at my windshield. What would you think if somebody was throwing beer bottles at your house, standing out in the middle of the road screaming, uh, you nut, you fanatic, and all that? What would you think? Are you sorry now that you did tell people what you saw? Yes, I am. I am, I am sorry because uh, it, 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 not that it, it, it's not the truth, but it's just the idea, the reaction of the people. They think you're a nut. Tell you the truth, that's just what they figure you are. And I'm not going to take it no more. I don't want nobody down in here. I just leave me alone. And if, it, and if the thing lands right there, right there by that pump, I'd never say a word. Then he got out and talked to me. I wouldn't tell nobody. That's just the way I feel. I'm bitter and, and disgusted and all of that. And uh, if, if people's going to act like that, I hope one lands right in the Ann right in the middle of Detroit. Flying objects in southern Michigan and other parts of the country.